Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Arise to your dominion. Don't tarry. It shall speak. Who am I speaking to? Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win. She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. Amen. Let's read. It says, Therefore, at the time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony, in symphony rather, with all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, these men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image I've set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and the psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which have made good, but if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from our hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace he will deliver us from your hand O king but if not let it be known to you O king that we do not serve your gods nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. <laughs> I'm going to go down further. They said, they answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. And they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the sun of God. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy. God, bind up every principality and every power, whether in and outside of the sanctuary. I decrease in this house. And Father, you increase now. I pray that deliverance is coming to every individual under the sound of my voice. Riba. I pray for that grace to come out of heaven that loose men from Lucifer let the power 
power of the Holy Ghost. Move now. Ribandaba, leave no stone unturned. For it's the anointing that break up the yoke. And there's some yoke in this house that must be broken. Let not this word return void. Let fire come. Let the Holy Ghost come. Let a move come. Let Adonai ministries not be the same again. Let all self be slain. And let we see only you, God. Ribandaba. Let glory come. For we honor you now in Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and give God a praise. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands and give God a praise in the sanctuary. I want you to turn to your neighbor. You got to preach with me. It's a Pentecostal church. It's an old-time religion. I'm old school. So you got to preach with me. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and say to your neighbor, I'm tried in the fire. Come on, somebody. Uh, that's my sermon title. Tried in the fire. Come on, turn to somebody. Rima! Tried in the fire. By way of homiletics, three points. Worship belongs only to the true and living God. That's point number one. Point number two, don't compromise. Point number three, prove God. By way of introduction, we are living in a dispensation in which our faith in Jesus is challenged in every capacity. It is very easy to proclaim Christ when everything is hunky-dory. The children are in order. The finances are good. The work environment is copacetic. The marriage is phenomenal. And our health is perfect. You see, prove in God when life is perfect is easy but what do you do when your faith is a challenge uh, when you're placed in a position to go against what you believe uh, what do you do when you are tested what do you do when you are forced to choose between God or the devil uh, but the choice you made might cost your life. Beloved, it is in this profound mode of testing that we are able to demonstrate the depth of our love for the Almighty God. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's only a test. Come on, talk to somebody and say, it's only a test. It's only a test. Allow me to give you a brief synopsis of the book of Daniel. Daniel is the author of the book and his name in Hebrew means God is my judge. He is a contemporary of Jeremiah and Ezekiel who was taken into exile in Babylon along with other young men of high, of high birth. You see, Daniel was in his late teens when he and his friends was taken to Babylon to serve in Nebuchadnezzar's court. And this was possibly in about 605. BC and during this first of the several deportations. You see, during the period of the events recorded in Daniel, the Babylonian Empire reached its height. You see, it began its decline and then it fell to the Medo-Persian army under Cyrus. And it brings me to the text in Daniel chapter 3 and to my first point, worship belongs only to the true 
and live in God. And so, uh, it's the, the, the Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof was six cubits. And he set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He set an image of himself right in the plain of Babylon. You see, prior to chapter 3, we learned that Daniel and the three Hebrew boys were brought into exile after they conquered. They were conquered by the Babylonian under Nebuchadnezzar. You see, there were many people who were deported from Jerusalem and held captive by the cruel Babylonian. The Bible emphatically stated in Daniel 1 that the king instructed Aphanaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel, some of the king's descendants, and some of the nobles, young men in whom there were no blemish, the best of the best, good looking, gifted, possessing knowledge, and quick to understand. So the king captured the cream of the crop, the cream of the crop, the best of the best, and he changed their diet. He made them eunuchs. It means that they cannot reproduce anybody after their kind. You see, not only that, but he removed their holy articles uh, from their temple uh, and they took it to their home uh, to their palace uh, and they were drinking out of them as a mockery to the God Almighty they force them to learn the language of the Chaldeans. Ah, but didn't he just do that? But he went a little further because he wanted to transform them. Ah, because he was getting ready to use them. But he couldn't use them in the state when they are still worshipping the Hebrew God. He can't use them when they still have an allegiance to the Lord God Almighty. So he went a little further to change their names. He called Daniel, which means God is my judge, belt Cesar. So he changed his name from God is my judge to protect his life. And he went a little further and he changed uh, Shadrach's name from Shadrach uh, to Mishael. And you see, Mishael means who is like God. And he changed his name to command of Aku. And he went a little further and he changed uh, Meshach's name. You see, Meshach's name means Yahweh is gracious. But he changed his name to Hananiah, which means that draws with source. He went a little further and he changed Azariah's name, uh, which was Abednego previously. Uh, his name meant Yahweh is my helper and he changed his name listen to this the servant of Nebo uh, he changed he is trying to uh, transform the internal frame of reference and now in chapter 1 he erect a statue and he wanted the entire kingdom uh, to worship him he instructed everyone that every time uh, you hear the sound uh, you must just bow down and worship me you see he's demanding all the officials and everyone in the 
kingdom uh, to bow down and worship him because you see it was a test of their allegiance to him and he says whoever uh, does not bow down and worship he's about to threaten them he says I don't care who they are what they look like and if they are in the palace or their political uh, officials uh, everyone must bow down and worship this is a powerful threat uh, because you see Nebuchadnezzar regarded the refusal to worship uh, the image as treason not only as a religious offense uh, he said it's treason and treason means death because you got to worship me uh, you see that's the problem uh, with power uh, it can drive you to do things that you shouldn't do uh, you see politicians uh, get excited uh, to abuse uh, uh, their power uh, you see in 1936 when Herbalder von Schirach uh, was the head of the program of the Nazi Germany he said and I quote if we act as true Germans, we act according to the laws of God. Whoever serves Adolf Hitler, the Fuhrer, serves Germany. And whoever serves Germany serves God. That's manipulation. And then we heard in example 1960 uh, of the president of Ghana. Uh, he had a, a slightly same thing. He erected an image uh, of himself in the front of the National House of Parliament. And he put these words, and I quote, Seek ye first the political kingdom and all other things shall be added unto you. Uh, he was demanding worship. Uh, you see, when power gets into the wrong hand, it's going to demand worship. Adonai power is dangerous. It gets dangerous when it falls into the wrong hand. We're living in a dispensation where we see much abuse of power abuse of power is never okay anywhere and everywhere it's terribly wrong and it's evident that Nebuchadnezzar was using his power manipulatively for the entire kingdom to worship him instead of the true and living God. Uh, you see, he was not a man who allowed lawbreakers to go unpunished. And so he says, I am Nebuchadnezzar and you got to uh, worship me. And so he's trying to transform the entire Babylonian system to worship him and not God. Uh, here are the three Hebrew boys in a strange land with strange customs forced to live a life they have rejected. Ah, oh, good God Almighty. Teenagers, not adults, thrust into the Babylonian system. For by this time, uh, they have overthrown, uh, overthrew the Israelites overthrew the Assyrian and they were the bulwark and Duppy conqueror oh god of the day and now the three boys not adults not 14 or 15 or 60 but teenagers he come to say you gotta worship oh good god almighty oh good god almighty but these boys were resolved that the obedience of worship belong only to the almighty God the one and only the ever living ever faithful almighty God worship 
belongs to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the conquering lion from the tribe of Judah. Worship belong to God. It's his right. It's for him. Nothing in the universe, under the universe, over the universe, in Canada, in Jamaica, in Ghana, in Peru, in Africa, or in Spain. I said nothing, nothing in the universe must be worshipped but the ever faithful, ever living, the almighty God. That's why in the heavenly realm, the angels, they just in there, in the palace, just say holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty. And Satan is jealous of the worship, but you can't take what's not yours. You're an intruder. You're a thief. And it does not belong to you. You can't take it from God. That's why every time I get in the presence, I just say, to worship you I live. To worship you I live. I live to worship you. Every fiber of my body was designed to worship something inside of me. Always want to give him. I want to give him the worship, the glory, the honor, and the praise. I don't want to take it from him. I'm not a thief. I'm not an intruder. But I'm a worshiper. And I put it in perspective. For it belongs to God. Yes! I will extol you. I will exalt you. I magnify your name. I lift you up. Oh, from the ends of the earth. I adore you. You alone. You alone is God Almighty. Kataribo Shaya. And so he coming as an intruder. So he wanna transform them. Brings me to my next point. Don't compromise. So he gave the command. And there was a dedication ceremony. Uh, because he says, when you see this image, it's an allegiance. And he made the decree. He said, any and everybody, when you hear it, bow. Sometimes Satan has something he put in our life. Every time he dangle it, he's saying bow. Maybe it's not to say, I'm about all my knees to a statue. But every time that boy come around, he say bow. Every time it presents itself, evil presents itself, he's saying bow. Every time temptation you see come, he's saying bow. He's dangling it before the church, dangling it before the believer. Mm. Mm. So let me just uh, go back a little bit. He had a dream prior and these no one in the kingdom was able to interpret the dream he had astrologers and you know palm readers and 
soothsayers and uh, yeah 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 they did everything to worship Belzebub but they couldn't tell him the dream and these this teenager Daniel stepped forth and said I know the dream I don't just know the dream but I know the interpretation thereof Ribandaba he just showed them up and show up their gods Ribanda. And so now the king got excited and promoted them. Ah, uh, you see, he promoted them and gave them special uh, positions. Uh, but you see, the people were in position before got jealous because they said, Who are you to come and take my position? Who do you think you are? Because you see, God sometimes is not fear. Oh, don't stone me. Let me explain. You see, when you are the righteous, he says, I will bless the righteous. I will surround him with what? Favor. Favor is not fear, baby. That's why when you show up with a grade 12, you can get the job. That's why when you show up and you're ordinary, but you show up and you become extraordinary, you can fit in any position, anytime, anywhere. Because he says, I'm Lord and I'm a master. And when I release favor, you don't need no credential. You don't need the prerequisite. You don't need nothing. All you got to do is show up because you're large and you're in charge. And nobody, I said nobody, nobody can take it from you. Do I have anybody in the sound of my voice who got a little favor? Every now and then you see favor. Yes, you were not approved. But he shifts some things. He said you don't need credit for the house. You don't need credit for the car. As a matter of fact, I'ma just give you the house. I'ma just give you the car. Because favor is not fear. I don't know about you, but I want favor, baby. I want a favor because when I show up, there's a shifting. When you show up at an eye, there's a shifting. Everything has to bow because you show up and there's favor. So these boys show up and you see because when you're anointed, favor is an, as automatic. Some of you run from righteousness, but it's the righteousness that brings the favor. When you're anointed, you're untouchable, unstoppable, unforgettable, anointed. And so these boys show up. You know the anointing cannot be hidden can't. Riba, anywhere you show up, the anointing will flow. Oh, when people come to me for mortgage, uh, if I don't meet them here, I don't tell them I'm a pastor. I don't ascribe nothing religious to it. I just show up. Can I tell you many times I have to do counseling and deliverance before the mortgage. They don't know me from Adams because anointing cannot have Good God Almighty, when it's on you, it's on you. They may put you in the back like David, but the oil is not gonna move. And someday you might feel you're in the back, but anointing cannot be hidden. So when he saw the anointing on them, he got excited and he promoted them. And you see, now that he promoted them, you see, sometimes when people promote you, there's an expectation. They want you to laugh at their dirty jokes. They want you uh, to now partner with their unrighteousness. 
So some promotion is not good promotion because there's a motive. Uh, sometimes the boss want you to take your clothes off. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you see, Satan always want to mess up a good thing because you see, once the anointing is prevalent, uh, it is power. Uh, and so in order for him uh, to mess you up, uh, to mess it up, he has to mess you up because you are the container and you are the vessel that carries the grace and he can't touch the anointing because the anointing is more powerful than him. He can't touch the grace that is on your life because you can't touch God. You can't touch the power of God because the power of God is the power of God and there's no match in the earth for the power of God. And so you want to touch the vessel and so these bad mind jealous Chaldeans every time he play the music everybody fall down no matter where they are they just fall down and worship these three teenagers come on the scene where the whole uh, Babylonian kingdom uh, is falling down uh, you gotta be careful uh, majority uh, it's not always uh, the right way to go uh, sometimes you gotta stand out of the crowd uh, like a needle in a hail stack uh, I feel sorry for some of you uh, who's just a follower uh, you're not a leader uh, you're a wimp uh, and you become afraid but God has some people in the kingdom uh, that say you can bow because you're afraid to lose your job but you see me Shadrach Meshach and Abednego we no bow we nambo nambo Rebo Can I go deeper? Nebuchadnezzar was a wicked king. He was so wicked that at the age of 25, he come into power of the Babylonian. He took some men that they call Scythian. They were barbaric and wicked men. And he conquered the Assyrian, conquered Nineveh first with these men. These men were fearless men. They were barbarics. Uh, when they captured you, uh, they tie you to the cart in four direction, and they run the cart and rip you open four different ways. They were barbaric. And now when Nebuchadnezzar had to lead them, he did not lead them with anything else but fear because he was narcissistic, tyrannical, and wicked. He was so wicked that people were afraid of him because if you don't do what he say, he's going to make you pay the price. And so the whole Babylonian system was in tippy-toe. They were afraid of Nebuchadnezzar, good God Almighty, but I love Yahweh God, Ribandaba. So he unpicked these three boys and when he gave the decree, they said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You might be Nebuchadnezzar. You can rip man in the earth, but the God I serve, he can rip you up. And I'm not afraid of you because you can rip man in the earth, but you can't rip up my God. Yes, you can threaten these Babylonians. Oh, but I serve a God. I serve a God. I serve a God. You didn't hear about him. Oh, but I come to let you know. I come to announce in Babylon. Not afraid. Not afraid. I'm fearless because 
I know in whom I believe not gonna compromise take your promotion take your car take your job take your money take your fine self but I'm not gonna compromise So anytime you come to a place where you said you're not going to compromise, you got to prove God. You got to prove God. Until you can prove him, you're nowhere. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered, said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer you in the matter if it be so our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand O king but if not if not if not the church don't like if not yeah yeah it's a dispensation where you have to get it from God when you ask for it the church is spoiled The church operates like spoiled babies in bibs and dribbles and diapers with susu. And every day you must pick up and rock my baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. So anytime there's a if not, people's spirit get dried up. They become in despair. They don't want to do nothing no more. They don't want to serve God no more. Because there's a if not. You see, because you were only in it to get something out of God. So when you don't get something, you operate like a spoiled child. And you sit down and you say, God, you didn't give me what I asked for. And because I don't get it, no worship for you. No honor for you. No praise for you. I'm going to not do nothing for you. Because I've been praying so long and you've not heard me. And you've done nothing for me. Oh, but you only can prove God when you're in the if not crowd. Ah, because if you just need something to worship God, you are not a true worshiper. You're a praiser. For I praise, I praise God for their shoes. And I praise, I praise God for their clothing. And I praise, I praise God for their jobs. And I praise, I praise God for their health. And I praise, I praise God for their children. Oh, but there's a worshiper. 
something that I says if I don't have no shoes, if I don't have no clothes, if sickness is in my body, if I have no money in the bank, if I can't pay my rent, if I don't know where the next dollar is coming from, I'm a worship. I'm a worship. There's some job in the house that said, take it away. You didn't come true for me, but you can't steal my worship. As a matter of fact, I'm a worship harder. I'm a praise harder. You should not touch me. Don't trouble Zion, for this is the if not crowd. You're speaking to the if not crowd. You're not speaking to the if crowd, but the if not crowd. Say, God, if you take it away, I'm still gonna worship. If you never answer my prayer, I'm still gonna worship. If you have not heard me, I'm still gonna worship. I have an allegiance. I'm sold. And no matter what happened in the universe, I'm sold. I'm sold. Sold out for God. It's a wishy-washy church. In this pandemic, it's a wishy-washy church. How many people say I'm a show up and I'm not afraid of debt? You sit down and you're afraid of everything. The God that we serve says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. Fear is a phobia. Fear is false evidence appearing real. He says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but I have given you power and a sound mind. Whatever bids the tide, God is going to take care of me. Even if you don't deliver the Mackenzie, we're not bowing. Fearless. If that's what we come in the earth to do. Where's the church? You're a radicalist. Anointing, line up your body. Ribato shekandaya. These boys look at boys. Look at Nebuchadnezzar. This tyrant. This wicked tyrant that had Babylon. Oh, good God, on the curfew. Oh, good God Almighty. God is looking for some Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to stand up in COVID. And so we now bow. Afraid, no fear here. Every fear spirit in this church, come out. I say, come out of this church. Come out of this church. Let the spirit of warrior come upon this church. Warrior anointing. I say, come upon this church. Let this church receive a greater grace that said, God, for you are live, for you are die. Just like Esther, I'm a safe perish. Let me perish. 
Joel like Job. Though you slay me, yes, will I trust you? Not gonna give up, not gonna give in. For God I live, for God I die. But I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me. Not gonna give up, not gonna give in. I'm an undergird myself in the pandemic. Now fear, now fear, I'm coming in hotter. Church, I know shit. You don't see nothing yet, but the God I serve, the God I serve. Show up your God and I. Show up your God. Represent like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abundigo. You don't need no crowd. You don't need other denomination. You just need to show up. Sometimes you gotta stand alone. You must know what you stand for and be willing to die for it. I said die for it. Let the whims come to a greater grace and stand for God. But could it mean that God set them up? For God is a set up God. Because all this time, Nebuchadnezzar had that neck of the city under siege. And the children of Israel were deported. They were in exile. And he castrated the men because he wanted to cut off the lineage of the Israelites. And if you castrate all the men, Jesus can't come. So he castrated them, made them eunuchs. And because he's bulbuck and doppy conqueror, he walked into Israel, got into the temple, picked up their holy articles, all of their sacred stuff, like him a bad man, and bring it back. Good God Almighty. And now he tell them, you gotta eat what I say you gotta eat. You gotta go when I said you gotta go. Oh, good God Almighty. He had them in derision. Good God Almighty. And he was enjoying it. Oh, but these boys purpose. And I'm a proof God. Ribandaba. Oh, Shantaraba. You see, he tried to transform them. That's why the last name he changed to servant of Nebo. But Satan can put things on you, but he can't put things in you. You can change, you can call me anything. If you don't want to say pastor, you can say Camille. You can call me all, some people call me all different kind of names. You can call me anything you want to call me. But I know who I am. Call me all you want to call me. You can discredit the grace on my life. But I know who I am. Oh, you see, there's some people in the kingdom that don't know who they are. So every time somebody says something about them, they can't function. But you got to square your shoulders. Good God Almighty, you got to square your shoulders. And you got to understand who 
God call you to be. And so these boys now say you can change what you want to change. And you can do what you want to do. But we are no servant of Nebo. And we are no, there's no command of Aku. Good God Almighty. Yes, yes, you can do all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, you're not going to draw no source. You're not going to draw no demonic spirit on us. Uh, because it's the anointing that's in us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so he said, they said to Nebuchadnezzar, if it's the fire you have, I'm not afraid of the fire. You know what he did? In those days, cremation, you can cremate somebody at 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. He was so wicked that he bound them up in holes. You know winter garments? He bound them. He fluffed them up. You know those things that will make sure you burn to nothing? He fluffed them up. And not only that, but he tied them. He bound them. He said, because, because you see, when somebody is tyrannical and narcissistic, they have to prove their point because they have to control you by bullyism. That's why God don't use bully. You come if you want to come. You don't come, it's on you. He's not going to come and throw you down and knock out your teeth and say, come to me. No. When, he's, when he come, he come like a gentleman. It's up to you if you want to come. But Satan used bully tactic. Uh, be careful of tyrants and manipulative friends that like to threaten. Walk away from people who always want to threaten you. Go if you want to go. Rimo setaya. them up and he makes sure he turned the fire 10,800 degrees hotter the fire was so hot that the men that put them in the fire was burned be careful who's putting you in the fire because the shame thing that they designed for you is going to turn around and burn you. I heard my husband say, uh, this thing is turning me into an author. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because sometimes what was designed to kill you, because God is sovereign, he just turned it around. Ribako shataba. Can I go deeper? You see, for anything to be purified, it must be tried in the fire. You can only wear a piece of gold. And you see, ensigns will crumple. They will crumble. Ensigns, when put in fire, will not come out as gold because it was not real anyways. Ah, but you see, when something is real, And you put it in the fire. The same fire that was designed to destroy it, make it look better. Can I toot my horn? Three years of warfare and I say, God, you make me evolve. I see a grace. I feel an anointing. I thought I would have died. Oh, but every now and then, I do my happy dance because I say, God, it was designed to kill me. Oh, who am I talking to? It's designed to kill you. Oh, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn up the fire seven times hotter because it's my moment. It's shining you down. It's burning you, you know, it hurts like hell. But it's doing a process. It's a process. 
It's a process. Some of you like to run from the process. You can't preach like no warrior if you don't go through nothing. You don't rub anointing on people. Some of you have been praying for anointing. Don't pray. Because every time God lick you, you run. Don't pray for anointing if you can't take the fire. Baby, if you want to go higher, good God Almighty, God is going to bring you into some places that you've never been before. There's going to come some time when you're going to be alone. Alone with God. Alone. Away from the noise. And though it's burning, there's something happening. The process. The church is afraid of the process. The revival will come, but the church is afraid of process. The church is now thinking like the world. The church must not think like the world. Good God Almighty. And so he turned up the fire to cremation, higher than cremation level. bind them up and throw them in the fire and you know what a narcissist will do he says who is that God that will deliver you since you want to give allegiance to him you can't see him but you want to give him allegiance you want to give him obeisance. You can't see him, but you want to worship. And you're so foolish and crazy that you're going to say, if not, what kind of foolishness is that? If you're going to die for something, you must not say, if not, you must be certain. But these guys, they had crazy faith. You see, you got some people in church with just ordinary faith. But every now and then you meet some crazy faith people. And so he says, throw me in. You know what you said to Satan? Some of you don't know, you just conquered fear. When you get to a place where you're not afraid of anything, you've conquered fear. Anything that Satan has put on you, you must conquer it. Satan, if all that's what you have, then it's okay. It's okay. Some of us get too fearful. If they're going to walk away, if they're going to take back their money, if they're going to do this, and if they're going to do that. But you got to stand up and be bold. So they threw them in the fire and I'm coming down. Turn it up. higher, And he said, let's bound them and throw them in because we have to make an example out of them so that Babylon know that I Nebuchadnezzar is king but God says Nebuchadnezzar you might be king but I am king of kings Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple, to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adoniministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. 
simply call plus one six four seven eight eight two nine seven zero eight right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God. 1-800-227-5278. 